Hello, my name is James Pikeway, and welcome to Catching Up. This is a conversation with Wile Alsaya. This conversation happened, well, a little while ago when I was working on the radio. Wile is an incredibly talented athlete. He's also an exceptional speaker. He has a voice that sounds like butter melting on popcorn. You're going to love it. This is both an uplifting, an entrepreneurial, a motivational, and an informative, yet educational conversation with Wile. You're going to love it. Let's get right to it. Here we go. This is Catching Up. Wile and I were talking uh, just a moment ago about how far we go back and we were comparing notes sort of on previous shows that we've we've done or we've been, he's been part of here on Dubai Eye and we were talking about careers and we were talking about the past forward and that really becomes the theme of this evening's show because Wile has so much experience in multiple careers but he's finally or on this journey where he is now is a place that he has long looked towards and and he's found his comfort zone and i think that to me is an issue we want to talk about is you know how do you get focused on what, where you want to be, what you want to be doing with all the noise around you. And that could be banks and the financial stuff and the kids and people telling you what you should do, who you should be, where you should be it. What about what you really want to do? How do you, how do you make that leap? How do you go for your passion and your dream? And, and well, you're here this evening and we get to have that conversation. Welcome to the program. Thank you so much, James. It's, a, it's an honor. It's a true pleasure to be here with you today and uh, to journey possibly with your listeners for a few minutes where I hope, even if it's a word, even if it's a sentence, uh, something uh, positive comes out of this. Yeah. It, it's just a, a blessing uh, to be here. I, I want to start off by sort of recapping where you started and where you've gotten to because... You were the business guy. You went overseas. You know, you you studied at great universities. You got fantastic degrees. You had a pedigree that was laid out in front of you. You were in the banking sector, and you were you were a business guy. Yeah, for sure, hardcore. Hardcore. I mean, you were you were living that life. You were you were the man. Well, that's not what you're doing now. (laughs) I I was even back then. Let's tell tell us the story. Sure. Um, I think after graduating university, um, uh, getting a job is is uh, is obviously one of the first things that comes to mind. You mean you did a business degree? I did. I did. I uh, did a master's of arts degree that had a lot of business related topics in the University of Glasgow. Um, after graduating, I got recruited, headhunted uh, by an insurance firm, mm-hmm. uh, stayed there for a couple of years, and then I got headhunted again uh, to work in the financial industry, in the bank sector yeah. in, uh, in, in Dubai. So you were one of those guys. You were, you were the person that they, they put the badge on and said, this guy is yeah. going somewhere. Yeah, pr- pr- pretty much. I mean, not, not, not to boast or anything. Yeah, no, hey, but, you, it's no just, but it's true. It's true. You can boast. You're allowed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, it, it is what it is. I guess it is what it is. So yeah. I was very fortunate to, uh, to, to do well in all the environments I was placed in. The only issue was, although everything and everyone around me was saying, man, you are so lucky. Do you realize what these guys have planned for you? Yeah. And deep down inside, every single time somebody said that, something broke. Every single time I woke up in the morning and I had to force myself out of bed, 
was not a very pleasant experience. Do you know how many people are listening to your words right now going, I live that experience? They, that, they're, they're doing the job because they feel they need to, they have to, maybe they do have to, but they're not in love with it. Let me tell you, James, if anybody's listening and that is what they feel, let me tell you straight up, with no uh, fancy talk, you are not living. Mm. If you're waking up in the morning dreading having to go in and face those people, do those things that are so possibly, I'm not, I'm not saying everybody's like this, yeah. obviously, but if, if you're doing something so against the nature of your health and happiness, my friend, no matter where you come from, what your religion, race, or creed is, you are not living a life. You're doing something else with that life, mm. but you are certainly not living it. Where did the point come? When you're waking up, how many mornings did you need to wake up? You know what, to give me the, the, fig, you know, the actual number, but figuratively speaking, uh, when did sort of the, 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 the pinfall, when did you realize, okay, this can't go on? Because I, I, I remember, you've, you know, you've, you've got the master's degree, you've been working in insurance, now you're working in banking, you've been, you've been tipped as you know, someone who's going up that ladder, you're going to be that decision maker, this is going to, you know, you, life is good, everything is falling into place, parents are happy, friends are happy, everyone's looking at you going, well is the man. Happy times, but you're not happy. No, and uh, I don't think it was a turning point, it was, it was mainly for me. A small accumulation, small pockets mm. every day, and they were consistent pockets, and they got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger. So if you imagine, for me, for me, the person who I am, who I realize now, for me to go into a job like what I was doing before is suicide. Everything that is good and strong about me gets... Well, that's, that's, a, that's a big word. It is, especially when it's small pockets of suicide every morning yeah. accumulating. For me, I'm, uh, again, I can only speak yeah. on my own experience, but... When small pockets of negativity accumulate and accumulate and accumulate, they eventually consistently become very big. And that takes a big toll on your health, mm. a big toll on your mental health. And it doesn't matter how you look in front of people. When you look in the mirror, when you go to sleep at night, dreading the fact that you have to wake up in the morning to do all of that again, if you don't ask yourself and be honest with yourself, perhaps for the very first time in your life, do I want to do this again and more? I woke up and the answer to that question was, hell no. That was a polite version, obviously. Yeah. But I decided that something has to change and any change would have done. I didn't care what it was, so long as it wasn't this. It, it got to the point where it doesn't matter what I do, so long as I do not continue to do this. I was placed in that situation. How, how did it feel when the day you walked into the office and... You told them, I'm done. I can't do this anymore. How, how, did, how did it feel? Inside, I was smiling. Inside, I was looking at all the things that annoyed me, all the people that rubbed me the wrong way for whatever reason. And I was thinking to myself, this is the last, probably the last time I encounter you. And I'm going to be really nice to you. Mm -hmm. I'm going to flood you with love, with smiles, so you remember me for that. So it, it felt magnificent on the inside, but it also felt the day after very very scary so that what have i done there was definitely that component but again because it was a it was a it was a decision my whole body took hmm. um it, what, what, what do you mean your whole body took the decision it, it's 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 
not just my brain telling me this is not a good fit. My body was in pain. Mm. My body for, for, for who I am, the upbringing that I had, how I grew up. Physical movement was, was, was therapy. Physical movement was expression. When I'm sitting in an office, it doesn't matter how much you pay me. And they would pay me some good money. Well, I'm sure. To do very little, in all honesty. But my body was in pain. I, I, I could not express anything in, 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 in a manner that was authentic, that would make me proud, that would elevate my spirit. I, I wasn't, mm. like I said, happy. My, my, a big part of my happiness comes through the physical, physical expression. I, that took me a long time to coming from a, a, a family of lawyers, yeah. doctors, and if you want to be re a rebel, you become an engineer. Okay, that's like you are living dangerously, son, with that decision. So suddenly, you're you're none of the above. Correct. The family's looking at you, and they're going, "Wow, what are you thinking?" Yeah, and the, more. There's almost some feeling of possibly letting the family down. They, they might not say it. But if they're not saying it, it's in your mind. Have I let the family down? I mean, we've got this tradition. We've got this pedigree. We've got, you know, where are the Alzheimer's? What, what, yeah. what have I done? Yeah. I, I feel awesome. But the, the perceptions that maybe it's only in your head, not in theirs, but it's there. I, I think ultimately um, I came to the decision that I was going to disappoint a lot of people. It was just I was the first one to break out of that, 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 that set pattern. And I did not do it to hurt. Mm. I did it to live. I did it to uh, be happy within myself. I did it to give more. I did it to give more honor back mm. in a manner that they could not fathom at that, po- at that point of time. My, 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 my intention was honorable. It's just that I knew it would take time for them to understand that this actually could be a fantastic thing for all of us. Yeah. How, how long did it take for the family, the friends, to make that 180-degree turn to realize, you know what, Wiles, he's on to something here? To be honest, I can't answer on their behalf, but I do know at this moment of time, as I sit before you here in this beautiful studio, I have amazing support, yeah. amazing support from people that genuinely thought I was mad, that were a finger short from calling the <laughs> authorities uh, of, 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 for, for an event that had no, no, no explanation. Today, these people are my number one supporters, and I couldn't be doing what I am doing currently and continue to do so without them. While Alshire joining us in studio, we're talking about following your dreams. We're talking about leadership. We're talking about fitness. Yeah, yeah, there is fitness involved in here because we're going to talk about where Wael got to over the last six years and how he's making a change. As you heard him talk about talking about how you feel and talking about movement, that's where we're going. We're talking about following your passion. We're talking about letting go. We're talking about trusting yourself. We're talking about how do you do it? So there, there is no manual. There is no one size fits all. We can't you know, talk to Wyle and say, well, this worked for him. It's going to work for me. But it, it can be inspiring. It can be a, an educational moment to say, hmm, I've got some similarity there. Or I wonder what. And it, it maybe, just maybe, you've got a question. Why not get in touch with us? And, and Wyle can, can offer, well, at least in his experience, what has worked and and what 
he was thinking and what others were thinking and, and ultimately where things have gone to because where things have ended up over the last six years is the Family Martial Arts UAE Leadership Academy where you do some absolutely amazing things. And, and when someone like myself sits back and looks at where you were, what you did, you know, from working in insurance, from working in the banking sector, from, from doing all of your cultural uh, outreach projects to where you ended up. I kind of, and, and it, it would be very possible for someone to say, wow, it's, it's so different. You know what? Not really. It, there is a, a clear pathway and linkage to everything you've done. And it's, it's pretty incredible, actually. But you had to take some knocks. You said, and you, you were saying it off air a while, nothing is easy and it's going to get dark. For sure. It, it needs to get dark. Uh, the stars need darkness to, to stand out. When you go on a journey like that, you are signing up for an experience that will change you throughout. I'm only speaking of my experience right yeah. now. But if this journey is it requires a ridiculous amount of change you will not be i stand or should i sit in front of you right now james after the many years uh that we met many many years ago the last time we saw each other i am not that wa'il really i am not that wa'il i've, I've got elements of it but the experiences and the places and the transformations that i've gone through had to require a degree of change so so walk us back a sec sure so when did you decide, when did the light go on and as you decided, look, I can't do what I'm doing any longer yeah. and you stopped and then there was that whole phase where there was a lot going on, but then the fitness, the martial arts side kicked in and the idea, the light went on. When, when did that happen and, and then how did that whole process evolve to where you are today, which is pretty incredible? I'm very blessed to live the life, the life I lead. I think when I left the bank and uh, went into uh, a lot of cultural consultancy work and the radio station here. And you, I mean, you, you wrote books. You, you were doing a lot of great stuff. Yes, I've, I've had the uh, um, privilege of, of, of having some of my thoughts published and, and, yeah. and spread and uh, was invited to, to, to work with many international authors. And it was a fantastic Which, thing. Which, and someone might say, that is the career. There are so many people that that becomes their career. And then... You were that man. That was your second career. It was like, why not? This is it. Yeah. And I, then you decided, uh, you know what? I, I think it was, I think Gandhi said it really well. He said, oh, I can't remember when, at what time he said it, but he definitely was quoted as saying my, um, something to the, to the effects of my allegiance is to the truth, not mm. to consistency. So my allegiance is to the truth, not consistency. To, to consistency. I mean, that's the gist yeah. of it okay. for sure. But again, I go into a different field, I do very well, people perceive me to be such and such and such, and yes, it's more fulfilling than the bank. Mm -hmm. And that's a step in the right directions. And again, James, it goes back to this incremental development, incremental being better at anything incrementally, however small, that, that's massive. Mm -hmm. When you take one step towards becoming better, and better and you consistently do that a trail comes i can't explain it any other way you walk into a forest there's no trail you just see one slip opening 
and for some reason you just know well there's no other opening I'm going to go there the choices are limited and you mm-hmm. go and you continue and then there's another slip opening and everybody's going but why are you doing that you're doing so well continue on this path but that opening's calling me and I can't I can't seem to not but go there mm-hmm. I guess what I'm trying to say is it is a little bit of both you choose it mm-hmm. As well as it chooses you. Well, what do you think stops people? Because if, if it is a little bit of both, you're choosing it, it's choosing you. What do you think stops people from being able to maybe let go a little bit to, to trust that they're being directed possibly in another way? Fear. I think fear plays a that's, big part. That's right part. to the point. It is. And, it, and why it's tricky is that it, fear wears many disguises. It wears many hats. It appears in many shapes and forms. But when you peel the layer off, it's the same essence. It, it boils a lot of it. A lot of it boils down to fear. Fear of change, fear of abandonment, fear of getting hurt. Fear. People will hold on to rubbish in their life because they, fear, they understand the rubbish. Mm. They don't want the rubbish to go because at least they know when it begins and when it ends and when it's going to become weak and when it's going to become strong. But to let that go... And to face something you do not know is not easy. But on the other side of that, from my experience, on the other side of that is a world that is, is gloriously expanding and, and needs you, desperately needs you to go there because other people, in my, in my case, my, uh, my wife, my, my children, my students, both young and old and mature. I didn't say old, mature. I have many mature <laughs> It's okay students. to say old. Uh, you know, I, I don't have an issue with people saying, I know you're looking at me. That's okay. But, no, it's a, you know, I, no, I even use that, that term myself. Sometimes my, my kids say, Dad, you're old. And I, and I kind of look at that and I said, yeah, that's a good thing. Oh, yeah, I am old. I'm older than you. And I don't have a problem with that. I you think, shouldn't. Nobody should. You know, and, and it, I, I want to I jump in here because fast forward just a little bit, you, you ended up going down the avenue of martial arts yes where wh- how where where did that where did that come in well number one we don't in dubai i'm a dubai city kid uh, through in throughout we don't live in a violent society there no. is no need and, for and martial to, arts to isn't violent that. though but martial arts isn't about violence but do you think there's a perception of martial arts being violent when we think of Steven Seagal movies and stuff like that? I, I think to the, with all my respect, to the uneducated, uh, mm-hmm. the surface level judgment is that mm-hmm. it's a lot of violence. But okay. the truth uh, of it is, is in fact, the complete opposite. I, I'm a person who seeks peace. Yeah. Um, and I don't... I think, I think everyone can hear that in your voice and in your sincerity and your, your, your honesty in this conversation. And I appreciate that. And But what a lot of people don't understand is peace has a price. Mm. Peace doesn't just land on your head. It's not inherited. Sometimes, if you are blessed, you are given an arduous journey, a dark tunnel to go through and to persevere. And the person that comes out on the other side is a stronger you. That's a gift. Mm. And, and, and fear is part of it. Fear will never go away. That's what a lot of people don't understand. Fear doesn't go away. You just get better understanding it. it. It needs to be by my side. It's with me right here. It was with me in the car park while I was waiting to, to come up. And, and, and it's part of what drives us forward. But it, that just comes with, with, with experience and A, accepting it, that it will not go away. It's not a sign of weakness. If anything, it's my fuel. It's, it's, it's my turbocharge. But I, through the martial arts, I, for me, I learned many things through the physical. I can't explain it in any other way. 
you you say it in the classroom, it, it may click to a degree. Put it in the middle of a wrestling drill where someone is trying to choke me out or hyperextend the limb and tell it to me then, I don't know why, but I get it. And I can get it and apply it to different scenarios, both in terms of creating business models for the expansion of uh, my company, for example, or whether it is physically applicable to tennis. Martial arts for me, personally, is my vehicle to understanding everything around me. I understand economics through martial arts. I understand philosophy through martial arts, psychology through, it's my vehicle. It's not me. Mm. I don't carry this vehicle on top of my head where I go, but I appreciate that it takes me places. And for me, it's martial arts. For other people, it might be art. It might be, it might be whatever it is. But if it's going to take you places that make you better, expand your mind, and if you have a lot of fear with you then, man, you got all the ingredients, all the ingredients you need to have a, a, a really special presence. How difficult was it to start your company? Well, with no money, very difficult. <laughs> well, I mean, that, and that's the other side of things. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it costs a lot of money. There's, it's a business. For sure. Uh, you mean, he, while you studied business and you worked in banking and things, when you stopped and, and you don't have an income anymore? No. You, you didn't run a business like this? No, no business whatsoever. How, 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 how did you do it? What, what did you learn along the way? It's a bit like jumping off the cliff and learning how to fly <laughs> on the way down. Um, that, that's, that's, that's pretty much what it is. And when you have that necessity, James, again, mm. that word is so, so important. A true, you, you can't fake that level of necessity. Uh, and I, w I, I talked to you before off air about one of the quotes my, one of my teachers in the UK, uh, Jeff Thompson, said that you have to want this like a, uh, like a drowning man wants air. You have to want it that much. And when you do have that level of necessity behind you, some amazing things happen. Mm. And you might not have any experience in the field. I mean, I, I don't come from a lineage of martial arts instructors or, or yeah. athletes or anything like no, that. No, you've got your lawyers, doctors, and engineers. That, that's my heritage. Yeah. But it doesn't mean I can't be really good at what I do. And it doesn't mean I can't be happy at what I do and make a living, an honest living, doing what I do. You think when you're happy at what you do, as you said, you've, you've managed to make these connections through to business, through to philosophy, through education, you're bringing all, you're channeling all of these different areas that are so important to us, the ability to understand them, the ability to work with them, but you're all bringing it through this passion, this vocation of the martial arts. Absolutely. The martial arts, the physical movement yeah. behind the martial arts, because at the end of the day, it gets your body moving in a manner that unclogs certain things, connects certain things within you, and that, that affects your brain and your breathing pattern, and all of a sudden you're getting these magnificent ideas. For me, it, it, it's the movement behind the martial arts. So the martial arts is the outer crust. You dig deeper into the inner core and the lobes. You're talking about the physical, physical movement of the human body, which is a magnificent, magnificent instrument that, unfortunately, we live in a time that is that 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 really doesn't appreciate it at all. I want to I want to come back and I want to have a chat about getting people to realize this. How how do you take your self-realization and help I mean you're not telling other people what to do, but how do you help them to realize what their dreams might be, what their passions might be and and how do you do this through your current vocation? That's where we want to go. 
And uh, we do have a, a quick one that came through from Raj saying, so nice to hear Wael after such a long time. Cheers. Thank and you. And we have Wael Alsire joining us in studio. We're talking about, well, talking about your dreams. We're talking about taking dreams to reality. We're talking about how you take back your life and how you manage to be the person you actually want to be. Well, we're talking about self-realization, really. And we're, we're talking about how you and I can do what we want to do, what we love to do. And we started off the show talking about how so many of us, and while you were you were one of those people who were doing something that you just didn't love to do, but we get caught in the trap. We get, we get onto that hamster wheel and away it goes. And fast forward to today, you've got FMA, Family Martial Arts UAE Leadership Academy. You've turned everything around. Tell, talk to me about what you did. What have you set up? I just set up, in all honesty, to, uh, to, to go on a path that brought in happiness towards mm-hmm. me. And I think when, when you do that, you, you, you resonate at a frequency that attracts things and attracts people and gives out things to people. And I just continued on that path. So I loved learning uh, uh, and uh, I had no issues of jumping on planes to go across continents to learn. And what was even more enjoyable than all of that was to come back and share that information with people. Did people did people start asking the question, what happened to while? To be honest, I don't know whether they asked that question in, in all transparency. I really didn't care yeah. what they what, what they thought. Which, which is something all. that we were just talking about. It's yeah. it's we spend so much time incredible caring or th- trying to imagine what other people are thinking why do you care what other people are thinking? Just care about, are you doing the best that you can do? Are you happy with what you're doing? And it, it actually makes me think of, of um, WikiLeaks, no, <laughs> Wikipedia, sorry, Wikipedia. And, and, I, and, and thinking about a, a speech I heard a long time back about Wikipedia, and, and, and they're talking about, you know, do you guys look at what other folks are doing? And they said, no, we just look at what we're doing because... That's all that really matters. Absolutely. And we spend, as I just said, so much time worrying about what other people are going to think that we're wasting all this time and energy. And as you, as you just said, I don't know what other people are thinking because I was only thinking, well, what am I doing? Yeah, I, I, had, no, I, I had no space for that. Hmm. The, 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 the task at hand demanded that I block everything out or all of these lower frequencies, what other people mm. say, what other people yeah. think. That was a lower frequency. But I was, I was living at a, a frequency where that, um, th- 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 that kind of thinking didn't resonate at the altitude of myself. That mm. I mean, It doesn't exist. It, it can't get there um, unless I, I bring myself down and allow it to so come you in. You underwent a lot of training. I mean, you're, you're, yeah. you're, like, you're black belt. You're well-trained in the world of martial arts. Talk, talk to us a little bit about what you did. Well, I, I think um, the word black belt can mean many things to different yeah, people. Yeah, and I think there's a, there's a quote that you had about a black belt is just... A white belt that never gave up. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's, that's pretty much it. I mean, beyond a certain point, you, mm-hmm. you, a lot of listeners... Someone's your, got a little bit more experience. Someone who is, has taken things further. As you said, you just haven't given up. You've just kept pushing that, and pushing and is. pushing. That's all it is. A belt is just, uh, for me, yeah. I'm, I'm speaking personally yeah. for me, a belt is just uh, something around your waist. Mm. You're a black belt within yourself with the belt, 
or without the belt. For me, it's just constant learning. You want to give me a purple belt, you want to give me a pink belt, yeah. it doesn't matter to me and I won't stop because I'm not in it for the belts. Yeah. I'm in it for the, the expansion, I'm in it for the, for the journey and the journey doesn't end at any particular color. Did you find the gym or did the gym find you? A little bit of both. I, I was brought up in a neighborhood that had a sports center I mean, literally, I'd crawl out of bed and I was on a basketball court. Mm. And all the kids that were in that particular uh, club were bigger than me. So I w- I w- my initiation into the sports world was always taken on people that were bigger than me. So when I went into school, these little kids didn't phase me at all. Because I, I, I have people bigger than that trying to do more damage than, yeah. than you could even fathom. So I excelled at school quite a lot in the physical. And it was only at a later stage where I was honest to myself and say, well, one of the only things that really did make me happy was movement. And I really enjoyed the martial arts, so let me just do some martial arts. And I, every time I did it, I felt better. I said, well, I'm going to do some more of it. And I kept on doing that and kept on doing that and, and derived a tremendous amount of knowledge. But it was nothing, nothing compared to the joy and the pleasure that I got when I was able to share yeah. some of that. The stories, the, the, the physical movements, the, the, the methodology of progressing a student from a base level to a quite a, an advanced level is, um, is, is, is the path of a teacher. And James, you, yeah. this will resonate with you more than other people. It's a holy path. Mm. I didn't set out on it. I didn't say I want to be a teacher. In all honesty, mm. I just wanted to be happy. And if I wanted to be perfectly yeah. honest, I just, I just didn't want to have depression. I didn't want to be a person that was constantly sad. Yeah. That, 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 that was it. I don't want that, so I have to go elsewhere. But, but the joy and the path I find myself on um, as a consequence of that is, is, is one of teaching and sharing, and I'm very grateful for that. It, it's not just about movement. It's not just about the martial arts. You, you've built in all of these things from your past when we, we add the leadership and we add all of the other pieces that naturally come together. How, how did that come about? I, I, I think through the physical, you cannot help, if you are honest, but connect to the non-physical. There's no use being some uh, athletic champion if you can't speak to people, if you can't connect to people, if you can't lead people, if, if you want to share something on a broader uh, platform, you can't do it all by yourself. You need a team. Yeah. Now, if you need a team, you need leadership skills. It's connected. The path connected me to all of these wonderful things, whether it was leadership or whether it's um, uh, uh, psychology, philosophy, uh, music, um, everything that is related. So it, it, it's a question of simply following that path and having that open-mindedness to say, well, wh- how can I get this to become better? And you're constantly learning. You're, you're, you're constantly excited to be a student. Uh, the minute you start becoming complacent, and the minute you say, oh, I've learned enough, is the minute you fall into my worst nightmare, which is mm. being an overweight martial arts instructor. I mean, if, if I... Ever, and you've seen those guys. I see plenty <laughs> of them. I see plenty of them. But again, I'm not judging them. Yeah. I'm, I'm just saying that's what I definitely do not mm. wish to be. You're, you're leading by example. I try my best. I don't think there's any other way to lead for me. And again, when my kids see me do what I do, when they see me genuinely happy to teach on the martial arts mat and to tell a story uh, 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 of life uh, uh, and the benefits of discipline and self-control and perseverance and bring up methodo- uh, myths from, di- from different cultures, from the Native American culture to uh, the Japanese samurai culture. Do you understand that we're no longer 
talking mm. about punching and kicking anymore. Yeah. We, that's where we started, but what we're accessing through that punching and kicking is something that goes off the mat, something that goes home with you, makes you a better husband, a better wife, a better father, a better son, a better student, a better businessman. We're talking about growth in every single uh, aspect of it. You've been doing this long enough to have had those students who have come and then progressed and, and moved on in their life, as, as happens in Dubai. Share with me some of those, those aha moments, those stories that you've gotten from them when they've come back and they've shared with you how this process, this, this journey that, that you invited them into has had an impact on them. There's a few that come to mind, to be honest, but I think um, the one that comes out clearly is when a student arrives to us uh, too shy to even raise his or her hand Mm. and goes into being selected, goes from that humble beginning to being selected to represent their school uh, in the debating contest in New York. So to go from somebody that's completely shy to leading a debating competition and winning a medal for, 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 for debating the art of, uh, of, of conversation and persuasion, for me, again, it's just another reminder. The genius is there. I, I think, James, you relate yeah. to it. We don't create the genius. It's yeah. just there. I've just invited it. I'm, I'm calling it. I see it. I see it. I say, come out, man. We all need you to come out. This world needs what is inside you that's, that's hiding behind a rock at this moment of time for every justifiable reason. I get yeah. it. It was a bad experience. It was a bad story. It was wrong. It was unjust. The list goes on. But the fact of the matter is it's there and mm-hmm. it wants to come out. And if I can create an environment that calls that genius out, bit by bit, I got all the time in the world for that, James. Yeah. I go all the time and in it's, the world. it's a slow it's a slow process it, as is perfecting movements and all of all of it that goes along with it I mean yeah sure there's there's kicking and there's punching but it, it is done in a way it's done with reason it's done with reflection indeed there's a purpose indeed a higher purpose a higher purpose that, that resonates beyond yourself and connects to other people and that's where when you're happy and you do what you want to do you're automatically helping other people do that even if they don't realize it mm. it's the vibrations that are coming out of you I can only express it how I yeah. can express it James but when people just walk past you sometimes they can't help but feel you know what I don't know why I like being here, but I like being here. Can I stay here for longer? I'm like, well, we are shutting the doors in a couple of minutes. I got to go back to my to my wife and kids. But uh, again, when, when you when, when you resonate within, what an incredible something. feeling though when someone says, "I just like being here." Yeah, it is. It is, especially when you know and you see it in their eyes that they've had pain. Mm. And, and and everyone has that, of course. They don't want to admit it. They don't want to deal with it but we all have in some way, shape, or form. And, and some people are more acute than others. Absolutely. And it's, it's how we, we can't take away the pain, but I can quicken the recovery process. Mm. That's right. the key word, it recovery. You can't, you can't eliminate it. No. You're, not, you're never going to forget it. No. But you can recover from it. You can. 
while Asaya joining us in studio. We're talking about you. We're talking about how you can realize yourself and, and through Wiles' story of his own realization and, and what he's done. When, when we come back, I want, I want to learn more, a little bit more about the Family Martial Arts UAE Leadership Academy that, that you've set up and, and where it's going and what the plans are and, and more. We're talking about how you can realize your own personal success. A couple of great messages have come through. We're going to get to them right now. And while this is, this is a real poignant one, and it's no name on it, but it does say, what's the most difficult part of achieving your success? That is a really interesting question. And if I had to answer it uh, on the spot, I'd say the most difficult part of achieving at least my success is to understand the minute you get it, it means absolutely nothing. That's a tough one. Yeah, it is tough because that you've been working so hard for it. Yeah. And all of a sudden, it's there. It's right in front of you. It's a being. It's, 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 yeah. it's, it's a creature I that's totally growing. To you. you know, I totally relate to you. For sure, man. It's because you're cool. You're no, but you know, cool. Let me tell you this one because you're going to love this story. Go on. And I'm, I'm, I'm going to jump in on your spotlight a little bit. Please do. So I, I worked forever to get a PhD. You know, University of Montreal, did it in French because why? Because the guy wanted to do it was there. So I get this PhD, get the diploma. I have it in my hand, you know, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a doctor, doctor of philosophy. And it was like, now what? Yeah. Because I just did it for really, there was no end game. It wasn't because I wanted to be a teacher. It wasn't because I wanted to be a professor. That wasn't the purpose of doing it. The purpose yeah. of doing it was to say, look what I can do. Yeah. It was a, a personal thing to say, I can do it. And then after it was like, okay, we're still back down at the bottom. Yeah. <laughs> It's yeah. starting, we're now on another hill because uh, what's next? Absolutely. <laughs> and, and I think that, that that's where you realize that yeah. it's not a destination. It's yeah. always, oh, for me, it was always a process. Where am I heading towards? Which mm. is why it's never too late to start something. Forget about getting there because yeah. you, if you've got the time, great, you'll get there. Then it's going to be yeah. like your PhD, yeah. James. Yeah. Where am I going next? Yeah. yeah. For me, it was having a school full of students. Yeah. I mean, you can't ask for anything more than that. And then there are students who want to stick around. Absolutely. For as long as they can. And then it's right in front of you. And then you're like, well, now that it's there, why am I tired? Why am I not happy? I've got it. This is what I left everything for. Risked Mm. everything. And then some, James. Mm. And it's right in front of me. And it was, I think, then then I realize it's never about getting there. It's always about working your way towards there, which is why it's holy, even if you don't make it. That's why you can change your life like that man. Just head in the other direction, every step towards a better place. Forget step, man. For me, it was every breath. Mm. Every breath towards in the other direction was, was worth it and more. Another great text has come through from Mr. Kem, and he says, uh, amazing talk by Whale. So inspiring, so inspiring, full of passion and positivity. I have learned so much. I am glad that I am stuck in traffic. Respect for Mr. Kem. Absolutely. Big up to Mr. Kem. Please drive safe. And uh, it's, it's a beautiful, I think it's a beautiful message because you turn something negative yeah. into something so positive, and, and that is a beautiful place to be. Where, where does it go now? For as you said, you you know you've it's like six years. You've you get full houses. You're you're in a great location. You've got a great team working with you. How do, where, where are you going with this? For me, I believe I have a duty, a calling to make what I am doing currently in my current school, which is special. I'm not just saying that, but hmm. for me, it is everything. Yeah. 
It's everything. You, you come into my school, you just see an open mat and you'll think, oh, is that it? But you understand what that open mat means to me. That is my whole expanding universe that I get to share with other people for me. I think the happiest I ever saw my mother was she was, she's a, a sensei, a judo sensei. Wow. And on that open mat, when she would walk into that room and it was just a big open mat, happiest she ever is that is beautiful exactly. thank you for sharing that with me and and for the with, with the listen that is a beautiful beautiful image that you've just yeah. shared with me i would like to take this take what i am currently doing nationwide at the bare minimum with the will of god i want to share this with all of the uae how am i going to do it i have no <laughs> idea i have mm. no idea but that's how i started yeah. my idea to be where i am right now there's something to it so i'm just mm. gonna continue doing what i want to do and continue being happy and continue learning and sharing and my intention james is is really to make this a, a uae experience and it, it i mean it's 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 a, a life body soul experience it's it's a, a movement experience it's a fitness experience it's a self-realization experience it is a complete it is experience it is it's a holistic because that's what we are as human beings i think you think we've, we've forgotten that i think so because we live in a constant world that sees us in fragments mm. we're always pieces you go to university you have to study a topic yeah. Well, how does that topic relate to all the other topics? It, it's the industrial revolution where we've segmented parts, even in the fitness industry. Until today, you have people that look at the human body as different pieces that need specialization. Whereas a more ancient and more up-and-coming way of thinking of your physical body and movement is a completion. The body completely moves in different degrees of freedom. Why am I taking one muscle and specializing it in one different direction at the detriment of all my other bodies that are linked to it? So it, it is that holisticness uh, in physical form connects to, to the mental, connects to the emotional. Um, so there's, there's quite a lot to it. How do, how do, you know, there's folks who are listening right now and they've, they've heard you for the last hour and they're going, I want to meet Wyle. I want to, I want to learn more about this. How do we find you? I think you'd find me <laughs> best on, um, you'd find me on, uh, on Instagram, mm -hmm. uh, for sure. I think it's Y-L-D-X-B, W-A-E-L-D-X-B. Uh, I'm on Twitter, although Instagram is better. I'm on Facebook. Um, all, all the same handle? Uh, I believe well, Facebook is Wa'al Asayr okay uh, I'll, I'll post up all the links yeah please I, I'd appreciate that but just send me a message if I don't if I don't reply immediately please forgive me uh, but I will reply I think it's it's been an absolute pleasure to have you you come in this evening and, and spare your time and it, it you know, started with an email you said hey it's been a long time I'm doing some really interesting stuff I think you might be interested it was a conversation we, we, we started talking start. yeah we, we had a, a, a conversation back and forth and it was like, you know, let's do it. And you came from one of your classes. Straight out of work, straight to, to the studio. But you don't think of it as work. Not at right. all. I do this all day, <laughs> all night. Which, and, and how many of us want to be living that? Everyone. Absolutely. That's what we strive for. Absolutely. Well, absolute pleasure to have you here in studio and look forward to talking to you again really soon inshallah thank you very much thank you you have been listening to catching up on potaholics and a conversation with while alsaya excellent incredible passionate motivational all of the above you want to find out more about what we do here on potaholics 
get in touch with us via email podaholics with a k at gmail.com we've got more podcasts available www.podaholics.com hit us up on the socials podaholics with a k love to hear from you and of course our music intro and outro music by archesaudio.com thank you very much for listening share the link and we'll talk to you again real soon